Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Welcome to another episode, beautiful souls. I am so excited to bring this wonderful woman, this divine feminine goddess on board today to talk to you all. This is one of my soul sisters, Ashley Lizanne. I'm going to introduce her properly in a second using the official bio, but I just want to say um, how Ash and I met. She doesn't like me calling her Ash, but I keep insisting. It's um, okay now, you know. Okay, like, we've broken her in. <laughs> Um, Ashley uh, was actually one of my first friends in Bali. So like the first week that I arrove in Bali, arrove, arrived in Bali, um, when I was a life coach, actually a relationship coach, Ash was sat, Ashley was sat on a table behind me with, I think you had a, a puppy with you. You had a dog with you. I think you Maybe. had a puppy with you. You did. You were taking care of someone's puppy. And I was like, that's a cute fucking puppy. Anyway, I saw that she was a life coach. And I was like, oh my God, she's a life coach too. We got talking. And then we had this beautiful friendship evolve out of that. Ashley was actually my first ever um, coach, like personal coach. So I worked with Ashley. She was the one that helped me to let go of the having to hustle my tits off all the time and work <laughs> hard. And I remember once Ash said to me, um, you're... <laughs> your task for today is to do absolutely nothing or like see how long you can sit <laughs> and do nothing. And I was so challenged. I was like, oh my God, what? Sit and do nothing? What? Um, so Ashley was trying to push me onto the trajectory of my healing path for a while. She was the, one of the first people to see this vision of me on stages and she always had a lot of faith in me. So it feels amazing to come full circle and have her here. Ashley, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so funny to kind of reminisce on when we first met because I don't think I've thought about when we first met for I know years, a lifetime right? Ago. And like that that first part of the journey when we were in Bali in the guest house and the balcony. Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, and how far ago. we've come. Oh, that yeah. gives me chills. Okay, so Ashley Lizanne is a true modern day mystic and manifesting muse and is here to support the true energetic transformations that support you in creating a life you love and are meant to live, whatever that means for you. Her vibe is simple. You are unique. You have a unique gifts, dreams, desires, and purpose. You have a journey to take, lessons to learn, and energy to master, and she is here to guide you. Whether you're designing your dream business and manifesting money, attracting love, and creating conscious relationships, or learning what it truly means to have it all, Ashley has the wisdom, tools, and resources to help you make it happen. So my first question to you, beautiful soul, is... How did you get to be this beautiful goddess that you are here today? And on this vibe of having it all, I know you recently came into union with a soulmate, which I really want to talk about today. We're going to talk a lot about soulmates because she's kind of, I remember the conversations we have had 
waiting for this shit to happen like where is he and and the frustration so I it's so exciting to get you on here um but I'm gonna hand the mic over to you tell these beautiful humans who you are and the journey you've been on and we can go from there okay thank you so much so yeah first of all just want to acknowledge you for having me on here I'm so excited to be here with you and talk about this with you because of the conversations that we have had over the last I guess four five years of us knowing each other um so my journey has changed a lot it's been a big roller coaster and the only way to describe how I got here was through an absolute shitstorm right I didn't arrive easily and safely here and with no chaos in my life I went through every possible chaos that we could imagine and it was how I learned to navigate that journey that got me here it was how I learned to navigate my own chaos yeah and channel being here in this moment so for me I started this journey from day one from my birth I was birthed into crazy energies and relationships and and things that I had to navigate from a young age I just wasn't aware of it right and I took myself down a crazy path I chose drink I chose partying I chose hustle um I chose resistance for a very very long time until the universe decided enough was enough and I went down some really big health rabbit holes I really struggled with my health for a long time and I struggled with um, allergic reactions I struggled with my last businesses I struggled with stress-related health concerns and it got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore and I just ended up saying enough was enough I was on the floor I was crying I was screaming at the universe and I've done this a lot I mean full transparency I did this last week I was screaming at the universe like what the fuck are you doing why are you putting me through this lesson again I can't do this anymore why 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 me why me why me and voices started to drop in guidance started to move me and I started to listen and the more I listened the more I moved and the more traction I made in my life and the more intuitive I became and gradually I went on a beautiful healing journey we have not got time to discuss the whole of that journey but I followed the nudges of my soul I followed my own wisdom I developed my own intuitive gifts I worked with mentors I worked with coaches I worked with healers and step by step breadcrumb by breadcrumb I ended up here and in the last 12 months I have completely changed my life and manifested my soulmate we live together I'm stepping out of the hustle and into the divine feminine of being held and more divine feminine than ever and it feels more magical than I ever could have imagined so I guess that kind of sums it up but it's a very It's interesting because something was coming through. Um, you guys can't see because I, I block myself off when this is happening, but there was a lot of energy moving um, in in the grid of this this episode as Ash was talking about the struggle, like the fucking struggle and the initiations you have put through through your body. I wasn't actually going to, I didn't intend that this was where this episode was going, but I would love for you to talk into what like what came out of because I know your 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 issues with your allergies and your body mm-hmm. and the places and the, the scooter accidents and all the things that you had to go through 
that yeah. lesson of like letting go of the difficulty and learning to ground into your body and like the appreciation mm-hmm. and love for your body. Cause that's such a, a pivotal self-love piece and how, and how you've yeah. learned to really create harmony and trust mm-hmm. that it's allowed to be good and let go of that piece of, I have to suffer and, and go through all this stuff and, and not see it like I'm being put through this and I'm a victim, right? Like that was yeah. the core thread of what I was feeling. It was like really empowering what you were saying of like, I went through all these terrible fucking things but I didn't, well, there were probably moments when you did, but you didn't allow yourself to get trapped into that. And you've mm-hmm. risen into this sovereignty. Um, yeah. So I would love to hear more about that. It's really interesting that you say this because every year on my birthday, I step into a new version of me. So it was my birthday yesterday. And today I feel that new version of me. So I have been writing posts today about my body. And I think a big part of my next step of my wisdom is talking about the fact that I'm spiritual and I'm fat right and I'm I'm like so okay with that yesterday I was at the theme park and they couldn't get um what's it called the harness down on my boobs because my boobs are just too big like they're enormous right and there was a time in my life where this would have crippled me like this would have crippled me and made me cry in the post I was writing this morning it's like but I'm so much bigger than my body and the, I believe the reason that I've had the health complications and the scooter accidents and the car crashes. So for those of you who are listening, do not know me. I've had some wild accidents, like big accidents. And my body is covered in scars in ways that I came head first off a scooter. Um, I really damaged my head for a while. I tore my rotator cuff. Um, I flipped a car. I've had three people drive into the back of me. I am just this weird, weird, crazy moments. And I've had really serious allergic reactions. And I lost my last business because of my allergies. I've also battled with my hormones and PCOS and my weight and weight gain. Um, you know, things like deficiencies and just all kinds of my body. And I was, I had a really traumatic birth and I was told I wasn't going to survive, right? And I used to hold that as my label, right? That I was a sick child. I was in and out of hospital from the age of five. So I used to hold that as my label until this last 12 months. And what I realized is my label is I have been a success story since the second I was born. Like they told me I was going to die and I succeeded against all odds, right? It was just the story that everyone else placed on me that taught me that I was sick, that taught me that my body was against me now this doesn't mean that I don't still have allergic reactions but what I noticed is I have an allergic reaction or an accident when I'm too spiritual and this is a thing that I've learned on my journey is you can go too far into the spiritual and forget to be a fucking human being now I'm real triggered (laughs) feeling real triggered over here yeah 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 yeah. let it trigger you let it wash let it wash but listen we forget that we came here at this time in this day and age to learn how to be a human um people like you and I who are so easily tapped in and so naturally see spirit feel spirit navigate spirit and energies and we that has never really been foreign to us like we've naturally had that within us what is foreign to us is humanity right 
it's dealing with human beings it's dealing with our human bodies and how that grounds us so I noticed that when I have a reaction now it's because I've gone way off and they're like remember that you're a human being like then I can feel my body again and so now I find these reactions kind of exciting I don't find them as as a burden anymore I'm like oh I forgot I'm a human again and I'm just off on other lands and astral projecting and whatever I'm doing and so my body has been a tool of wisdom longer than I ever even knew it was. And that was because I was speaking to spirit as a child and I was astral projecting in my sleep as a child. My mom would find me in different rooms of the house every day because I would just wake up in another room and I'd journeyed to other lands in my sleep. And it's my body that is able to ground me back in every single time. And I believe this discord we have with our bodies, whether that is with your appearance, whether that is with your health or your hormones, it's because you're meant to learn how to live in your body. And that's your only mastery, not somebody else's body, not the body of the woman that you see online and you want to be like. You're not meant to learn how to live in their body. You're meant to learn how to live in yours. And when you master your human body, your spirituality, your spiritual connection, your connection to love, your connection to all that is, your ability to manifest blows up. It goes enormous because all you're meant to do is learn how to stay calm in this human form and navigate the energies around you. Mm -hmm. I love, I love, I love what you're saying because that was my journey last year. Um, and I've been through similar things, body dysmorphia, illness, um, chronic mm-hmm. pain and stuff like that. And yeah. um, I was really shown a similar concept of like ascension is actually true ascension is through the body. And so much of ascension and spiritual awakening and enlightenment is about escapism. And actually, for many of us, <laughs> we're already super fucking tapped in and we're super evolved and ascended in so many ways. And our task and our job in this lifetime is to really fucking anchor into being human taking care Mm -hmm. of our body humility humanity compassion love right Mm -hmm. um conscious relation and learning to have pleasure and sensation in being here the simplicity of enjoying food i see you always enjoying food on your page which i love like i can have full orgasms eating food guys this is like an amazing whole thing that you can experience right yeah and And i used to fear sharing food yeah I used to be embarrassed about sharing food on my Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I love it. And part of cooking is a huge part of how much I love this life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, there's so many things that um, we cannot experience on other planes and realities, like past the human form. They don't have sex. They don't have food. They don't have puppies. They don't have rainbows. They don't have fucking a good day with the ocean and the sun on your skin. Like there's so many things um, dancing, you know, being in your body, all of these things that we can enjoy being human that we forget about. And that pleasure and that sensation and that ability to manifest comes from us feeling in the present moment and being present mm-hmm. with the sensation. So that's Tantra. I mean, talk about a whole fucking this whole thing on a, a podcast some other time. But um, I love that. And I love that you said that. And it's so beautiful. So talk to me about this transition then um, from this like hating and feeling like a victim and blame to then feeling that pleasure in life every day and, and how people can start to do that and how that's helped you to call in love. I would love to hear. So I don't know what term I'm allowed to use here, but it was when the thing hit right? And I caught it and I lost all sense of taste. 
okay in, in 2020 um I was unwell shall we say and I lost all sense of taste right so for six weeks I couldn't smell or taste a thing and do you know how activating that was because I was like what is this life without this pleasure and I realized how much satisfaction I was getting out of food in an unhealthy way and how much I missed the pleasures of food in a healthy way and I really started to look at how I was using it in a way that was abusive towards my body and how I wanted to use it in a way that was expansive towards my soul so not being able to taste made me really miss um food And when I was journeying into wanting to step out of being alone, stepping out of having to do everything alone, I wanted to manifest my my partner and the divine counterpart. I started to look at my life and food was a big part of how I did this. I looked at my life and how I treated myself compared to how I would treat it if I was dating someone and they were here. So I looked at the things that we do every single day that I love, which is food, okay? So every single day when I'm cooking for myself, I would use the phrases, oh, it's just for me, I'll just make this. And, oh, I'll just do something quick and easy because it's just for me. And I started to realize how that was putting that energy out in the universe that I wasn't that important. And I, I wasn't prioritizing food for myself. I was prioritizing and glorifying food for other people and cooking for other people because they were far more worthy than I was. So a big part of my transition was learning how to cook for myself. And I've always known how to cook because I grew up with my mum and my grandma as, as big cooks. Like I've been baking for my whole life. Um, but I started to cook for myself as if, I was cooking for the person I loved the most, right? And at that time, it wasn't me. Now it is. Um, But at that time, that person I loved the most was this invisible soulmate energy that I had no idea who it was. So I started romanticizing life when I was making my meals. I started romanticizing everything that I did as if I already had a partner. And how would I treat them? Because I definitely spent my life putting partners up on a pedestal, right? I always acted as if it was funny because when I was single I would act as if I was the most important person in the world and female empowerment and girl power and all of that stuff and then the second I would get into a relationship they came up here and I was down here and I was really playing around and dancing with that not being healthy and how did I want it to be and how could I prioritize myself more so that I can communicate my priorities when I do meet the right person And it was really a dance and an exploration of exploring how I used to be in relationships, how I wanted to be in relationships, how I want, but mainly how I felt about myself within these relationships, right? And how I felt about myself in all relationships, not just romantic. And the pattern was that I always felt like no one wanted me around or no one wanted to be invested in me. Um, I realized I wasn't invested in myself. And so choosing to invest in myself as a human and realizing that I'd spent my whole life in escapism, blaming the world because I knew I didn't belong here. And I don't belong here, right? Like neither do you if you're listening to this. The chances are we don't belong here because we're not from here. We're these beautiful esoteric stars sparkling around in the sky or, you know, we're these deep souls who know far more than we do on this human level. And I never felt like I belonged, but instead of 
choosing to act like it's me and the humans of the world I started to realize that I needed to become part of humanity and I needed to learn how to be part of civilization and not feel like this isolated alone being and it's funny because I've always been super social and everyone who knew me before would have called me an extrovert whereas the people who meet me now know that I switch on the extrovert button and the rest of me is you know wildly introverted here um but it was it was the journey of choosing to be a human actively choosing to love myself as a human being and not love everyone else more than me yeah I love that there was a few things you said in there that I want to touch on one was that you said that you had this strong independence and then literally the minute some guy came along you were just like I fucking self-abandoned and now suddenly they're my whole world and it's so interesting I have the same tendency had the same tendency and there's this fear of like if I get into a relationship I'll abandon myself there's this movie um I think it's how to be single and Rebel Wilson says you've fallen in the dick sand or something like look oh my gosh yeah and that's that was my tendency to fall in the dick sand like the minute a cute guy pays me attention I just fucking like wee myself and I forget who I am and I like almost can't fulfill my purpose because I'm too tied up in them so I love that you said that because I was really like relating to that and I was like oh my god I've done that too and it's like how can I not self-abandon and still prioritize myself and still make myself number one but be open to um, relating and connection I also love how you said about that piece of the humanity and and like walking amongst the humans because again it's like if we're not doing that how are we meant to help and evolve other you know help others to evolve and ascend like we're here to serve humanity right like we're not on this fucking pedestal better than everyone which is spiritual ego I just spat that was cute um you <laughs> see, just really like- <laughs> lit something so funny in my life for me because I have this tendency um, and we we say it's the ADHD or we say it's the sensory overload, but like my best friend is also called Ashley and like Brando will be walking around, right? And I'll get sensory overload and overwhelm and I get it and I know it's a thing, but it goes to the point where it's almost like low blood sugar and they both go, has she eaten, right? And it's like when I do get too much into the like, into other people's energy because you take other people's energy on right when it's too hectic it's like the universe dips my blood sugar and I have to eat and it made me realize that what we were talking about bringing me back to my body through food and pleasure is like re-bringing me back into the human world and then I can just go out and do it all again but we all joke about the fact that I have to eat when the humans overwhelm me yeah yeah. I mean it we are we're not we're not we are we are human and we aren't like if you chose to come here and be human you're fucking human right and I I remember I was so obsessed about a year ago about connecting to all my goddess timelines and parts of me who were ascended goddesses and that was great and I was so powerful and my guides were like yo like this is the lifetime where you're going to bring all that wisdom together and guess what you chose to be like you're a human bitch. Like, <laughs> you know, like you chose to be yeah. a human for this, which is so important, which means that my flaws, my humanity, the things that I mm-hmm. fuck up, my body, all of these things are so important. So I love that. Um, yeah. Let's change the trajectory a little bit. Um, I would okay. love to talk about, um, 
how, you know, in the past, we both had this tendency to attach, well, it's kind of not changing the trajectory. It's going more on the um, losing our independence or putting people on a pedestal. We Mm. used to attach to, because we're super psychic, we see these timelines with people. I want to talk about this because it's hilarious because I've done this and I've still kind of do this occasionally. Um, And there was a specific person for you. I remember for years, Mm. you were like, here's the, it's him. And I was like, yeah like yeah I feel it but like also be open you're like no like I'm determined I need to go to Australia and you were so set and it was almost like this false twin flame template that we both needed to let go of and this attachment right so let's 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 riff on that because I feel like that's a we're gonna blow some minds right now so in 2018 I was shown this person and then I was shown like a million and one signs that we'd had all of these lives together and we had. Now, earlier last year, I was shown a lot. So I, I have a really huge power to be able to connect to the timelines, right? So I can see all the past lives. I can see other people's past lives, help people tap in. And at the moment, I'm really working a lot with like Dolores Cannon teachings. um, And this last year I was shown a connection and I was able to heal and break it. So I don't believe, I still believe all of the things that I knew to be true back then. But here's the thing. So souls have met for lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes that that we have that as a fact, we know that to be spiritually true. Now, The problem is people can come here to this life and they have that as an option on their journey. But both of these souls don't follow the same path. And what I know to be true in the twin flame journey is most of us in 2023, we aren't ending up with our twin flames. And I still believe you probably knew who they were. And every single person who you dated within that kind of mirrors them. So I had it where everyone I was dating mirrored the same person over and over physically like they had the same human like description as this person now the biggest lesson that I had last year was I had to consciously clear that contract right so more often than not this is a contract and most of us have labeled it as twin flame Instead, it's a karmic tie and they're two different things. So your karmic tie is a contract that you might have made on your very first life and you've had 10, 15, 20 lives in between and you've seen them in every single one. So it feels like a twin flame, but the twin flame is actually when you're two halves of the same soul and there aren't that many here in 2023 because we have- I actually, yeah, I personally don't even know if I subscribe. Like I, I honestly feel like it's super fucking disempowered. I know that souls can mm. double incarnate. Like you yeah. can split your soul and double. I know that that's a possibility, yeah. right? A potential. But if this was the most pinnacle fucking lifetime that we came here for this ascension, why would you want only half of your energy? Like it defeats yeah, the purpose, right? I agree. It's also super disempowering to think that I am not whole and complete on my own without some other person. And so many people that think they're with their twin flame, this is the harmful part are actually in these trauma bond relationships because a twin flame brings up these feelings in your body and there's this push pull, you know, and it's just fucking toxic relationships basically. And when you get rid of the need for love to be um, like this, 
dopamine hit or this adrenaline rush, right? Like that adrenaline rush of, oh my God, like I had a, a guy in my past um, who I had this really intense soul connection with. We've definitely fucking merged in some timeline. We've merged to one being like, we both know that. And we've discussed that. But when he would touch me, I would get this rush of energy through my whole body. Um, and it almost felt like an anxiety. <laughs> like it was my Kundalini was being activated, but it was also like this anxious um, like fireworks or like, what do, what do you know when they say like your, your skin is on fire or you get heart palpitations and it's like this um, nervous reaction in your body. That's actually yeah. a feeling of not being safe or it's a, it's a trauma bond, right? Like that feeling, a soulmate makes you feel grounded and it's like an exhale and it's like mm -hmm. nervous system regulation, right? So, so many yeah. people think, oh my God, it's my twin flame because I'm having this full dramatic fucking meltdown and it's this and that we must be together. And there's so much attachment. And so they're settling for these relationships, which are just mimicking their um, pattern of relating from the past or their anxious attachment or their avoidant attachment or whatever it is, because they never learned what secure, safe love feels like. And so much shit out there in the media and in movies and books is like this fairy tale fucking whirlwind, um, passionate romance, which is butterflies and, and lighting on fire and all this stuff. And it's actually like, you can have that passion. Of course you can have that passion and that sexual attraction, that chemistry, but a true soulmate is always going to make you feel safe and just like like held and nurtured and supported so it's like a mature love that you're moving into when you let go of the need for it to be this fucking dramatic push pull chaser runner dynamic story yeah. like and it always teaches you to love yourself those dynamics are teaching you to mm -hmm. love yourself that's what those these people are here for they're bringing mm -hmm. you back to that self-love so you can have safe love and you can call in a soulmate who mirrors that safe um, stable love for you. You have stuff to say, so I'm going to hand it over. Definitely. To you. So yeah, no, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, there are things that I like. I want to unpack a little bit. So first of all, yeah, I blame social media for the glorification of the twin flame relationship. It's, it's just not. There are very, very few people who have the twin flame journey in 2023, and I don't think I've ever met anyone that has a genuine twin flame journey. Um, but we have these karmic ties that we have to complete and this will mirror over and over and over and over again. My karmic tie was my dad's. At the end of the day, it was, it was my dad and the lessons that I had to learn of loving a man with alcohol and substance abuse and what that meant to me and being enough of some, for someone who doesn't. And that was the whole journey of this person that I kept mirroring and and, and having this experience with, and we never had a relationship. We never dated. We never had love. It was just a thing that I knew this person represented the lesson that I had to learn. But at the time that lesson felt like we were meant to be together, but it was that he was meant to teach me. And I saw him twice when I got here. And then I was like, yeah, we're it's I'm out. Like, I just knew that this wasn't the person I was meant to end up with that was going to help me to get to the next level. And as someone like, like you've just said about the soulmates, the soulmate is meant to make you calm. I don't believe it's a mature love um, because this is the most playful and immature love I've ever had in my life. Like it's an inner child fucking playful love. I it's love that. So... I have to say, I love that. Yeah. And yeah. I retract that. I'm, when I said mature, I meant like, it's yeah. not toxic. It's not like playing yeah. games and like run For a sure. chase. So that's what I meant by mature. It's like, yeah. There's respect and, and reverence. I want you to feel like, like you are, you get to be a kid again, but like, I never had a safe parent parenting. 
And this is where we go with the, the soulmate relationship. Like you've just said, we weren't taught how to love or be loved. We weren't taught what it's like to feel safe in the presence and being held by the masculine. And true soulmate energy is a combination of what we were supposed to feel as a child, right? Like your birthright of feeling safe and held by the masculine and being allowed to play and love yourself and experience being a feminine. And I get to be all of those things in this relationship all the time, right? I get to experience that every single day. I get to feel safe and grounded. I get to also be nourished as I need to move into my masculine at times. I am any space and energy that I am in now, it gets to be matched and met as it needs to be. And that's that's what this really is about, that who you were divinely meant to be as a child, you get to be now as a woman. And the divine soulmate relationship gives you the space and permission to do that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love the dynamic that you guys have. It's so beautiful. Um, Talk to me about, because I know there's a lot of people out there, me included at the moment, who can feel the presence of someone. And like, for me, it's not a certain person. It's an energy at the moment. I mean, I've seen, I've seen potentials with people, but it doesn't, I'm letting go of that. Um, But when you feel that and you know it, and it's not showing up. And I know you said to me six months prior to, um, Brando coming into your life, I forgot his name. I was like, wait, what's his name? Brandon. I know that his name is Brandon. Um, coming into your life, you had this fuck it moment of being like, you fucking bring him to me. I'm fucking done. Like, fuck you, Sky Daddy. You bring me the man because like, I am so sick of fucking doing this and I deserve this. And yeah. I love that energy, right? I, I reached out that energy a couple of days ago and I was like, you know what, fucking, we're meant to be together. We're going to be fucking together and you're going to bring him to me. But I love that. And so how did you shift from that needy, like, constant like searching because we were both in that energy for so long yeah. of like obsessing and searching and like I know it's like I know I have this like sacred union template right I fucking know it I know it to be true mm. so deeply in my soul and I'm here to teach yeah. this and I'm here to teach alongside someone but it's this frustration of where is he <laughs> where is he <laughs> like where, where the fuck yeah. are you <laughs> you know how do you overcome that so the thing that I even though I was like I demand this so if I if you look on my journal I described him to a T and one night I was like, you need to fucking bring him to me. And I was so demanding to the universe. I was like, I'm fucking done. Like I do your job here on earth every single day. Like I deserve my union. I've done all of these lessons. Like I'm out, right? You bring him to me. And I I was just done. I was like, this is what I deserve. I'm done with giving. And I, I mean, I'm like this in business and everything now, like this is the energy of us to move into, like we deserve to be held. And the difference was I didn't stay in that energy. So that was one night. And then the next night I was like, all right, so it's happening. Cool. Thank you. And then I just cracked on with my life. Like as if my whole body had placed my Amazon order for Brando and I just cracked on. Now I was on Hinge. So I was dating on Hinge and I saw him and he didn't match me the first time I was on it. And I I don't know what it was because like truth be told, his actual profile didn't do it that much for me. But I was like, this person needs to match me and we need to talk. And I was, I was waiting for him to match me. And then I deleted my Hinge 
And I was like, no, because I'd met someone else and I was dabbling in dating this guy, but like he genuinely gave me the ick a little bit. And I was like, this isn't my person. And I knew it and I had to set my boundaries. And I'm really big on teaching conscious communication. So a big part of what we've done as divine fem as as wounded feminines, shall we say, is this is my boundary. And then when they don't meet it the first time, we don't communicate it and then we cut them off, right? That's not how we we grow into this soulmate energy. Um and I expressed my boundaries to this person. They just continually showed me that they were not my person. So I was just like, yeah, I'm out. And then I just went back on hinge for like 24 hours. And he then matched me and had messaged me. So we started this conversation, but I was like, listen, I'm not dating. I'm out of here. You can have my phone number. So I sent him a number and I deleted Hinge and that was it. We started texting and for about three months, we were texting back and forth and he was moving to the Gold Coast. He was on the sunny coast. So it didn't seem urgent in any way. And I'd really felt like I needed to just do me. I was just doing me and that's when I had the meltdown, right? I decided to do me. That's when I screamed at the universe and that's when I said, deliver him to me. And literally within a week, he was like ringing me constantly. We were on the phone for hours a night. His energy changed and started to match the energy of what I was searching for or had been searching for my whole life. And I was like, oh, this is interesting, but I still wasn't invested. And even he had butterflies going to our first date and I was still like, I'm just going to go and see if it's a nice time. And I knew that first date. Like I went home and I said to my mom, this is the man I'm going to marry. Like I'm going to marry this person. I said it to Prowse. I said it to my mom. And that was it. Like he's absolutely the person I'm going to marry, right? We were already, you know, moved into a legal commitment with each other um and we're we're there so it was a case of switching off to it like I decided that in fact a decision that I made and this is the big one is if this is all my life got to be I'm okay I had I had to make pure peace with if this is it like my life is beautiful and I'm fine with it because I'm so over the energy of it being the wrong person and not being treated to the realms of my divinity right I was over it and I was only going to entertain someone who showed me that they saw me and they understood me and that they truly deeply wanted to make this a connection and on our first date we went for dinner and we could feel something bubbling and I went to the bathroom and I just kind of looked up like mid midstream mid p and then I'm like and I looked up and I was like this could be a thing and I just like took a deep breath and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like right okay here we go and I walked back out and I swear to god the universe went yeah I feel like the universe approved it and then it happened I don't think he and I've said this so I've seen my soulmate in all my past lives we haven't had a life together and I know this and we've connected like when we were souls up in the sky, as I see it. And we communicated then that when we'd kind of got to a stage on our, on, on our missions where we'd completed a lot of our ta tasks that we would just find each other and give it a whirl. You know how you say to friends, if you meet when you're 40 and you're still single, that's what it feels like, but on a spirit level. And when I came back out, I felt like our spirit guides 
and the universe like put a stamp of approval and was like yeah let's just let them go with this and if they have fun it's gonna work and we did right and we just went with it and it became the calmest most beautiful divine connection I've ever experienced in my life and he is my best friend first and foremost I love how you were saying about the curiosity and the openness and you had no expectations and you were just yeah. like, you couldn't even see these aspects of him because you were just like, eh, whatever. And it's so interesting. Yeah. That's been showing up a lot for me recently of like when I'm curious and open and like, I've been talking on here about how I've opened myself up to dating and I'm just like literally no attachment, just going out. And because of that, people are showing me who they truly are. And then I'm saying, are you aligned? Are you not aligned? I'm not making assumptions based on a dating profile or based on- yeah you know, something that they say or who they tell me they are, I'm, I'm letting them show me who they are and then being like, is this aligned? Um, or seeing timelines with people that I would never have anticipated. That's the type of person that I'd be with. And yeah. it's something new and different. And, and it's like this, the universe will bring you what you need. And maybe yeah. that's not or, always what you think that you need, but it's always what's the best for you, right? Yeah. And like, okay, so I have a tip on this. This is a hack. Do a higher self meditation before you go on any dates, right? It can be two minutes, it can be whatever, but tap into your higher self and go on to your dates as the higher version of you. The version of you from 12 months time that is already being divinely loved. And then on these dates, because I, I used to put people on a pedestal, like you've just said, we used to lose ourselves. The biggest change that I made when I started going on these dates was I started questioning whether they deserved a seat at my table right? Show me you deserve a seat here. I love that. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to see if we match. And it stopped being like, I need to show you why I am worthy of your love. And it started to be a, a game. It started to be a game of you show me why you deserve a seat at my table, right? Like I I, am here in my divinity. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to create a family. I'm ready to give to my person. So like pretend it's like the X factor of my soul. Like come and show me, come and fight for for me. Like back in the day, if you go like ancient times in history, like you would see people battling for the love of a queen, the love of a goddess. Like they would challenge for this. And yet we're here like, love me, love me, love me. And belittle ourselves. Yeah. Fuck that. So I, I love, love, love like it was the energy of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I had this reflection from one of the men I went on a date with who then ghosted me because I don't know, he messed, it was like a whole thing and it was really funny. It was a beautiful lesson, but he was saying to me and I was like, fuck, I love this. He was like, every time I go on the date, I sit there and I'm like, you know, looking at this woman, just being like, tell me why you should be the mother of my children. Like, why mm-hmm. should you be the mother of my children? And I was like, I fucking yeah. love that energy. I'm going to go into every date from now on being like, show me if you're, if you're meant to be this person for me, show me in how you're showing yeah. up and who you are. And it's like another friend of mine was saying a couple months ago, when we were talking about this, about how I desire someone to claim me straight away and want me and want to be with me. And like, mm-hmm. I'm yours, like that, that energy of being claimed by the masculine. And yeah. she's like, Beck, let them show you like decide if you even want to be claimed by them first. Like they haven't yeah. given you enough for you to even decide that you want this person to claim you. So yeah. I fucking love that energy. It's like big vagina energy. I love it. And it really yeah. moves into the next kind of topic, which I think you want to speak into. And I feel like you have a lot to share around the energy of having it all. And this energy of like declaring 
I get to fucking have it all and I get to, mm-hmm. um, you know, I get to raise my standard for life. And it's such a beautiful topic to dive into. So tell me, talk to me about the energy of having it all. I know you've got a lot to say on this topic. <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm going to hit us with a disclaimer here because those of you like I used to who resonate with the female empowerment, doing everything alone are about to get triggered because I used to be a feminist. I used to be the like cheerleader for the female empowerment industry. I'm sorry, and I'm I, laughing because it's like literally I've I dropped a fucking bomb on episode seven around like how I'm not a feminist, and it's I've had two guests, and both of you guys, and I know you're my friends, so you're gonna align with yeah. kind of like my my view. But I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna shut Fuck up. Fuck being a feminist <laughs> in 2023. Like it's not it's not how it's meant to be, right? And I've literally just been writing a post about things that I used to believe. And on that list is that the future is female and it's not. And I love women. And I used to love feminism because I used to be like, women are equal. We're not equal and we're not meant to be equal. We create the entire human race. Like we are the creators and they are here to support us. They are here to put us like put us up on our stage and let us shine. And we're meant to build together. Like we have our unique strengths. And I trying to be equal shrunk me. Trying to be equal to a man shrinks my power because I'm bigger and more expansive. And so that was my first point as we go into this conversation. Because having it all is so subjective to you and your soul. And I tricked and lied to myself for my entire life that I had to be this strong, independent woman that had it all herself. Now, for a long time there, that's who I needed to be. I needed to be the solo female traveler to go and explore the world. I needed to get all of that exploration out of my system. But having it all to me means having the rent covered and being able to bake foods, cook food, bake what I want to bake. Having it all to me is building our dream home together and having babies and having a much more relaxed life than any pressure I've ever put on myself. It doesn't mean designer cards and designer cars, designer handbags. I'm, you know, all of those expensive things, it means love and union and family. And so I really do speak on having it all because I believe that you get to have a business, you get to have money, you get to have love and you get to have everything that you want. But the big, the big, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Lie. The big lie in the online world is that having it all looks a certain way, Right. And the reason that you're not manifesting your dreams is because it's not your authentic all, right? You're either thinking small because it's someone else's dream or you're shrinking yourself to fit in the vision of somebody else or shrinking yourself to fit in the vision of what you think you should have, right? And if you'd have told me five years ago that my idea of having it all is to be a mom and to be a partner, like be someone's wife, be someone's girlfriend, I'd have gone, get fucked. I'd have gone, no, I'm a female empowerment. Like they can be my partner. No, 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 no. 
I am here to grow with him. And I love being gay. Like this morning, we couldn't sleep this morning. So we woke up at three o'clock in the morning. We're like, should we just get up? And we're like, yeah. So we got up and we were chatting and then we went for a walk at 4am. And then I made him breakfast before he went to work. Cause I have the time and love to do that. Right. And, but I used to tell myself because my last relationship that was expected and I was treated very poorly I put the wrong label around what it meant to be a house like be build a house with someone build a love and relationship with someone because I wasn't shown the true way of doing it whereas now it feels beautiful and if someone's having it all right now is to go and live in Bali like I truly love that for you because I was there once but allow your all to change like your all has to change for you to expand And I I think people just keep themselves small again because they think the dream that they had once, and this is where I got stuck in the last 12 months, is I was still targeting, I guess, an audience that I don't resonate with anymore as well. And I was losing followers and I was losing clients. And it was only this weekend, actually, that it's Heron's brand. I was like, oh, no wonder I'm losing followers and clients because my old story was to talk to the single woman who wanted to travel the world. Now all I want to do is build a house and create reels and TikToks from my kitchen and just share the wisdom of where I'm at today, which is in a relationship, wanting a family. And we have to allow ourselves and our all to grow with us as we expand. Yeah, because this is so similar. My journey over the past six months has been so similar of letting go of needing to be this entrepreneur, um, influencer, fucking Mm -hmm. like nomadic lifestyle. And my having it all is living on a, not a farm, but like living on a property, like quiet near my family, making musical fucking day, like being a housewife. I want to be a fucking housewife. I'm Greek. It's in my (sighs) genetics. Like how badly do you want to grow your own vegetables? That doesn't excite me. My husband can do that for me. Honestly, I can't wait. The cleaning, the cleaning, (laughs) the cleaning and cooking. Happy to do that. The taking care of the babies, like right. But that used to be, I would like be so ashamed with myself if six months ago I told myself and I admitted to myself that truly I desire this grounded, like Mm -hmm. simple life where it was easy and you know small and just nurturing and grassroots you know but that's truly what my soul desires so I was trying to have this big vision that I was told I needed to have 10k 20k months like big business all this stuff that we're sold as this vision that to me that's not actually aligned like I know I'm here to reach a lot of people but who says I'm going to be making a lot of money doing that? Like maybe my husband's going to have money and he's going to support me. Maybe I'll make just enough to be able to survive. Like who yeah. cares as long as I have this um, stability and this nurturing. And I love that. And I love that yeah. you said that because it gives people permission to really like feel into what is your true soul desire, not the one that yeah. you were told you need to have, right? Talk about this a lot in episode one. So if you haven't caught that episode, go back, literally deep dive into this. And so many people have been finding that helpful. We're going to wrap it up. Um, I think that was a beautiful thing to end with. So I would love for you to tell us how people can find you if they've resonated with your messages and what you're bringing into the world. If they are this new um, soul client that you're calling in around all the things that you just spoke into, how can people find you and what is it that you're offering at the moment? And yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this space to be able to share as well. So come and find me on Instagram and TikTok. I share so much about this, right? My name on 
I am both of them is Ashley Lazan or I am Ashley Lazan. So we can definitely tag those for you. And I share so much on these journeys and these topics. At the moment, I'm creating new offerings built around you having it all and what that means. We've got masterminds and courses and programs coming for you to just explore your soul and experiment. My programs this year are all about collaboration and experimentation. So right now, the one that we're teaching at the moment is called Learn to Love. And it's teaching you how to learn to love after a lifetime of not being taught how, right? Those masculines that we spoke about, we have a four-week program to teach you how to reconnect with your energy of love for all your relationships, romantic, client, and platonic as well. But the drop-ins that we're doing for this whole year is to guide you on your having it all journey and explore what that means for you so come and find me send me a dm and we can just chat about whatever it is you need to chat about i love that beautiful thank you so much for coming on here beautiful soul thank you for your lights i'm really fucking excited thank you for having me yeah it's it's beautiful to see you step into all of the things that you are so fucking worthy of so hopefully soon we can have some double dates (laughs) oh my god (laughs) around a kitchen table yeah amazing calling that in um and thank you everyone who has joined us and who has been listening until the next time i love you Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.